0: Hey there, I'm Edwina Kennedy, registered pediatric dietitian and mom of two, and this is the My Little Eater podcast. Each week, I'll be dishing out all the best info on feeding and nutrition for your baby and toddler, answering all of your what-do-I-do-when scenarios, and helping you gain complete confidence in not only feeding your child, but in parenting as well. Every episode is filled with actionable and proven feeding strategies delivered by a mama and a feeding expert who's been there and done that. I hold your hand and I take you step by step through all stages of feeding while showing you how to implement what I teach you so that you can raise a happy and healthy little eater of your own. Let's do this. Hey friends, it's Advina Kennedy here, registered pediatric dietitian, your best mom dietitian friend. I am here delivering a quick tip episode for you. I wanted to uh, put this out on Tuesday so that you have something extra that's short and sweet that you can listen to and get some really good value from. Um, I think I'm gonna be trying to do more of these. Uh, So it'll almost be like two episodes per week, one on Tuesday that's a quick tip, one on Thursday that's a little bit longer, you know, still within my 20 to 30 minute format. Um, But that can go into a topic into a little bit more depth. And so today what I'm going to talk about is what it feels like when we pressure our kids at the table and what it's like when we use certain language at the table that can, again, inflict pressure on our, you know, kids, whether that be baby, toddler, preschool, or whatever, without us even knowing. And this is something I just want to say that I do as well. It is not like I am exempt from this. I have you know gotten insanely better at it but there are times when pressure happens without us even realizing and i want to talk to you about how that pressure can actually cause your child to move further and further away from ever wanting to try food and especially especially from liking that food so let me tell you a little story to get the point across now you are going to be the main character of the story you can close your eyes if you want, as long as you're not driving or anything, um, just to help really put yourself in in the character's shoes. So imagine you go into a restaurant that you've never been to before, but you've heard such amazing things about it. The chef has been preparing a meal for hours, and you know what's going to be special. You know, you're, um, maybe your friend has told you it's going to be really good. And you sit down, and they put a plate in front of you, and you're feeling like there's a lot of buildup to this restaurant or to this meal, right? Like your friend's prepping you the chef's excited, the restaurant has like all these kind of acclaimed awards or whatever. (laughs) And basically you're like, okay, um, there's a lot of pressure kind of already going into it. But you sit down, they put the plate in front of you, And you see that it's a plate of crickets, okay, which for all intents and purposes of this story, just pretend you've never eaten crickets before, even if you have, and that you didn't even know it was a food, even if you actually do know that many, many cultures and many people around the world do eat crickets on a regular basis, okay? So just pretend. And so you see this plate of crickets and you're feeling pretty weary about it. So your friend is there and they preface the dinner by saying, oh, you're going to love it. Take a bite. Try a bite. It's so good. And the chef actually then sits down at the table and watches you as you look really hesitant and you look really afraid or just aren't feeling it at all. And he starts to even badger you a little bit. You know, he's asking, why aren't you taking a bite? It's really good. And I worked so hard to make this for you. And the more that you say no, so whether that's no thank you, I don't want it, no I'm not hungry, no I don't like it, no I've never had this before, whatever excuse or reason you have, the more they start to push. So you start to actually push the plate away and they say, I can't believe you're doing that, you won't even take a bite, how do you even know that you don't like it? And maybe now, you know, you're hearing all this, you're seeing all this, you've already said no a few times, you pushed your plate away… Now you're starting to say no with a bit more attitude. I mean, maybe now you're starting to get angry. Like, really, really place yourself in this story and think about it. What would you really, truly feel if you went somewhere and they were watching you eat or not eat in this situation, they sat down, they're watching you eat, they're coaxing you, they're pushing you, and they're trying to convince you that it's good. When internally you know you don't like it or you're not ready to try it or you didn't want to, you just couldn't do it. Whatever it is, you can't do it. And this is the exact same thing that's happening for your toddler, at mealtime, when we put something in front of them that we like, or that we just think is a normal food, right? And we think, or we say, why on earth would you not like this or want to try it? And you know, so we start to badger them, right? So you can imagine the feelings that your toddler's starting to build when they experience this. They're starting to feel resentment. They're starting to feel pressure. They're starting to feel anger. They're starting to act up. And so when you see that happening, you start to build and escalate your feelings in response to that and you're like, why are you giving me such a hard time? So this is the kind of thing that I just want you to notice and put yourself in your child's shoes to feel a little bit of empathy in terms of where they are at this time, wherever they are in their feeding journey, wherever they are in learning to like a food. And how you can change your language, your body language even, basically changing what you say and what you do so that they can move away from those feelings of anger, from resentment, away from worry, away from anxiety... And instead move towards feelings of excitement, of curiosity, of wanting to try something. Because if you think about yourself in that restaurant experiencing those negative feelings, you know that experience is not going to make you want to eat it. It's not making you feel like you want to even taste it. And to be quite honest, even if you were forced to taste it. So if your friend says, well, you know, if you're not going to eat this, or if you're not going to finish your plate, I'm not driving you home. So now we've got this consequence for inaction. This is likely only going to make you feel more angry right and this is similar to what can sometimes happen with us as parents we say to our kids if you don't take a bite or if you don't finish your food you don't get dessert or you can't leave the table and so what's happening here are we making our child want to taste that food and if they're forced to taste that food do you think that they're in the right state of mind to like that food You may get a bite out of them, yeah, okay, and you might feel satisfied for a moment, but at the end of the day, your child is putting up a block and not even really tasting a food, like really truly tasting it out of, you know, curiosity, tasting it mindfully, thinking about it, deciding for themselves if they like it or not, or if they like the flavors. Instead, what's happening is they're angry, they're feeling forced, they shove it in their mouth, and they don't even think. Literally don't even think about anything besides I'm mad and I'm forced to do this. And maybe even I hate mealtime. And so you see problems start to escalate more and more meal after meal, day after day, week after week. So if you really think about it in this way, I hope, I hope, I hope that this helps you see why I'm always talking about the language and even the body language you use at the table and how it's so incredibly important. So if you're watching your child all the time while they eat, and your main focus is, are they eating it or are they not? Did they take a bite or did they not? Or, oh my God, they're just moving the food around on their plate. And you're kind of Even if you're not saying it out loud, you're watching and you're thinking this stuff, trust me, trust me, your child knows and they can even sense that you're watching them. They can sense that you're stressed or you're worried about this. And again, that's the type of behavior that even though it's well-intentioned, even though it's coming from a place of worry, from a place of maybe anxiety on your part, it's not allowing your toddler to break free to get into that space where they're actually wanting to taste something. They're noticing that you're watching and they're saying, I'm not eating this and mom's watching and I'm feeling pressured and this is a negative place for me right now. And what also happens is that they're going to come to the next meal with their walls up and ready and expecting a fight to happen. So you might even see sometimes, you know, your child doesn't even want to come to the table or from the minute you put something down, they may even like that food, like whatever's on their plate, but they're automatically going to start protesting. And that's because they're carrying that negative experience from before, maybe from multiple times before into this new meal, and they're not looking at this as, you know, it's going to be A pleasant experience. If you went back, so let's go back to the story for a sec. If you went back to the restaurant, you probably are going to have to be dragged and forced to go back to that restaurant because you wouldn't have had a good experience the first time. But even if, let's say, you were dragged and forced and you went there again, you're probably going to be going in with the lens of this is going to suck and I don't want to be here and please don't let this happen again. And even if the food's decent, you're probably not even gonna admit it because you're mad, you're pissed off. Really, I mean if that actually happened to you, wouldn't that be the case? So I hope that this story helped. I just want you to think about this. I want you to let it mull around in your head for a few days. And I want you to see if you can start to identify places at dinner time, lunchtime, breakfast time, anytime where you may be exerting pressure on your baby or toddler or your preschooler that you didn't even realize before and What would happen if you just let go? We don't even need to get into what to do at this point. There are, of course, tons of tips and tons of strategies and a full plan inside of my feeding toddlers course, which will give you everything. But for now, what I want you to do, because this is a quick tip episode, I want you to just practice staying silent for now. I challenge you to do it. I really do. Let's just start there and watch your child over time. You know, maybe it's, it takes a few days, maybe you're watching them over a couple of weeks, depending on how long this has been going on for them, maybe how extreme um, or how picky they are, that kind of thing. It may take, you know, a few days, it may take a couple weeks of you just staying silent. And what you're going to see though is they're going to start to relax. This, I am telling you, is the very first step you need to get to before you can actually implement so many of those picky eating strategies that I teach. They're not even going to work until you really get to a point where you're not pressuring. So this takes time. This takes practice. Give yourself some grace. Know that it's going to be hard. Know that there's going to be some meals where you quote unquote mess up. That's okay. You can always bounce back. Okay? But I want you to practice. I really truly challenge you to stop commenting, to stop watching, to just stay silent. Just start there. You don't have to say anything positive. You don't have to worry about how you're going to praise them. You don't have to do the opposite because that can also be pressuring in certain ways. Stay silent. Okay? So try it out. Let me know what you think. Send me a message, you know, on Instagram. Send me a DM if you have any questions. And I really, really hope this helps. And as always please leave a review subscribe leave a five-star rating if you can if you feel that this episode or this podcast is giving you value and leave a quick even one-line review it would just take a minute and it means the absolute world to me really is truly the best way you can support me and it helps get this podcast out to others so thank you so so much in advance and i will talk to you soon bye